Hey, everybody. Um, 7th of September, driving down the road. Uh, thought I'd talk to you a little bit about the, some of the things Farm Progress Show related. But I guess, I guess the biggest thing I want to talk about, and may bore the death out of some of you, but I, I think it's interesting to, to see how new trends develop in agriculture. And so what I'm going to talk about is high-speed discs versus vertical tillage. Now, a few years ago, vertical tillage was all the rage. And every implement dealer was coming out with some type of a vertical tillage tool or a modified disc that had kind of a vertical tillage blade on it or, or something along that lines. Um, there was, you know, Salford kind of was the first people to come out with what I call them, them and Great Plains with the true straight vertical tillage. Great, Great Plains was maybe the first. Great Plains has been around a long time with this stuff. Um, and Great Plains added um, those kind of what I call angled harrows that, that I think actually maybe moved a little bit of soil back and forth and, and tore weeds out. Of course, a lot, lot of Salfords ran in my neighborhood. Um, and they used them, uh, you know, they, they chiseled everything in the fall, and then you ran the salfers, pretty much tore out all the weeds. Uh, if you ran them early enough, leveled up the ground and planted. And, and a lot of corn stalks had, had, had vertical tillage ran through them. Now, I can tell you the road commissioners weren't real thrilled with vertical tillage because a lot of those chopped up corn stalks ended up getting washed into ditches, um, plugging up. Uh, uh, culverts and everything else and yeah they, they uh, more, more than or you vertical tilled it and it had a big wind come along and it blew all the stocks into the ditch so more than one road commissioner wasn't happy but you know vertical tillage was the thing you know and, and of course a, a lot of people still have an, an inline ripper and I can tell you that, that we love our inline ripper we think our inline rippers through the years have made us a lot of money. But big problem is, is a lot of times getting it dry enough in the fall and getting the time to get over it because it takes a lot of horsepower. Uh, it's it's not the fastest thing in the world, and it, it just takes some time to do that vertical tillage. But uh, yeah, and and you know you had the what I call the anti-field cultivator uh, crowd out there. But now, fast forward to the last couple years, really, it's high-speed discs. Now, high-speed discs came out of Europe, uh, and, and I, you know, I, I was just reading some comments and talking to some people. You know, we got rid of all of our. This is one of the comments. We got rid of all of our uh, deep tillage tools. Got rid of all of our field cultivators. Got rid of our, uh, you know, vertical tillage, and went all high-speed disc. You know, hit it, hit it once in the fall, hit it once in the spring, and plant it. Now, the high-speed discs, uh, much like your vertical tillage, your rippers, uh, takes a lot of horsepower. The one difference is you're running a lot faster and probably a little bit wider and covering a lot of ground very quickly. Um, you know, you, 
you know, and and I find it interesting to to read the comments on on either Twitter or a couple internet pages, you know, talking about smearing and all this smears. Well, no, our just doesn't smear, and this is why it doesn't smear. And you know, we don't have gangs; we have individual uh, blades, and you know, it's 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 a lot of it's 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 kind of run counters to some of the arguments that was made with vertical tillage, but it also kind of, kind of has some of the same arguments you're trying to handle the residue, especially in corn on corn situations, uh, or, or even in, you know, as I call, as I call it the neighborhood I'm driving through right now, square flat black and generally pretty wet at times. Uh, you know, how do you get it dried out? How do you get it planted? How do you how do you cover it real quick? And if you leave all that residue from the fall on this type of ground, you can't get yourself in a situation in the spring where it just doesn't literally dry out. Um, and and you you really there's there's very little wind erosion in this type of geography and water erosion. That's why they make drainage tile, because you got to get the water off that way. There's, there's, um, there's a lot of cases. It's a zero percent slope type situation. Now, there, there may be a little slope from one end of the field to the other, but it, it it's not tabletop flat, but it's pretty doggone flat in a lot of places. Uh, now, that's not the case everywhere, um, but I, I, and I think they're using high speed discs in a lot of situations now. Um, talk to one implement dealer that's in the in the sand country, and I think they know. And they're like, hey, "You gotta watch these high speed discs because they can literally just sink too deep in that real loose sand." Uh, which I can see that. Um, also, you know, they, they, a lot of them got some type of a rubber type tire situation on the back, which you know, if it gets too wet, it can become a, a plugging issue. Uh, and, and that that was a that was a big long conversation on Twitter about which one's plugged first, which one set up the best. And it was interesting, you know, uh, you know, one guy liked the deer, another one liked the international, another one liked the quick till, the other one liked the Nagelman. You know, that there's a there's a blue light blue one made out of Germany. Somebody liked that one. Uh, but yeah, high high speed disc versus vertical tillage, and and partly if you, the implement dealerships have got to love this because they sold all those brand new vertical tillage tools four or five years ago, and now they're selling all these brand new vertical tillage discs, and they're they're taking trade ins on the vertical tillage. Uh, you know, it's it's. Um, you know, you got to got to keep something new and different, and keep a different idea out there. Uh, I'm still seeing some of the soil scientists that are all talking vertical tillage, vertical tillage, vertical tillage. Not big fans of the of the high speed discs, at least not yet. But I can tell you, in a lot of neighborhoods, uh, mine being one, there's a lot of high speed discs being sold. A lot of high speed discs being used. A lot of big, you know, five, six hundred horsepower tractors pulling 30, 35 footers pretty doggone fast, too. And of course, you put tracks on a tractor and you can run faster in the field, smoother. It just the way that just just the way it works. Uh, and and they are they are chewing it up. 
I guess, lack lack of a better word, chewing it up with these high-speed discs. Uh, and, and I think that tool is probably one that has to be run. I don't think it probably would do a real good job at 5 mile an hour, but at 8, 9, 10 mile an hour, it does a pretty good job, at least in my opinion, leaving the surface level and chewing the residue up. Now, what's it doing 4, 5, 6 inches down where the discs, you know, stop? I think we'll find out and see. But if I'm the machinery manufacturers, you know, I'm sitting here going, okay, well, they, they use that high-speed disc for um, five or six years, and they create kind of a plow pan down there. Well, I'll sell them a ripper then, uh, and and we'll get we'll get back in the ripper business, sell them to them to go in there and tear out that layer of uh, soil. Um, I mean, it, it <laughs> it'll it'll probably come around. I can tell you that back when we bought our DMI Ripper, and that's been, oh my gosh, back in the late 80s. Um, that was a good purchase. Um, it, it um, We went down and reached some stuff and, and did some did some vertical tillage. And, and we got, and we do have one of those inline rippers. And like I said, if, if I could run it across every acre, I probably would. The big problem is, is finding enough time, enough labor, en enough dry soil. Uh, and, and the fact is those things, you know, you're, you're going to pull them. Uh, you're going to put some, well, and I call this on tractors. There's easy, there's easy hours on a tractor and there's hard hours on a tractor. Most times running a grain cart, sitting there augering grain, is pretty easy hours on a tractor. Uh, yeah, those, those big grain carts can jerk the draw bars around and stuff, but I mean, that, that there, there's that to contend with. But, you know, planting, uh, most times, unless you're running a, running a really huge tractor on, on too small of a tractor, that's not... That's not terribly hard pulling on a tractor, but you put an inline ripper in the ground, and that's tough pulling generally from one end to the other of the field. Uh, not always, I mean, but if, but if it's not if it's not pulling hard, then you're probably wasting your time in that field. You probably don't need to. And I know the true no-tillers can say, hey, between earthworms and following down the um, paths of the the you know, roots and everything else, you know, we don't need the, the vertical tillage like that, the inline rippers, but I can tell you that, you know, where you're loading trucks, uh, where your grain carts run a lot, where the comp, maybe the combines run, maybe, maybe you were in a situation where you had to do some harvesting and not the most ideal soil conditions in the fall, an inline ripper can help you get that soil back into a condition of, of higher or, or high productivity pretty quick quicker than just well let's just let nature heal up itself um, and yes we still have the big old conventional disc if we have to disc in some ruts if we gotta I, I tell you the, the one reason I like my big conventional disc is if we put a lot of cattle manure on especially the, the what I call the, the hay the stringy hay stuff where you got some hay that's not broke down uh, you, you need something to cut that up. Now I'm sure that a I'm sure a high speed disc would work in that situation too, and a vertical tillage machine would would, would chop it up. But we're we're looking to chop up and bury that manure. And and I tell you what, it makes the whole neighborhood happier too, 
after you put a bunch of manure on, if you go out there with a disc and disc it in, you, you, you can't. Your nose is not able to pick up the fact, as, at least as far away, that something has been applied to that ground. Uh, so, I mean, it's... And here's the other thing. If you had a tillage tool for every, every field, every acre, every soil... You'd have a machine. You'd have several machine sheds full of tillage tools, and that's that's a little, for lack of a better word, a little hard to do, a little expensive to do, and you kind of want to get a system and get hooked up and get going and, and get it done, uh, because there and 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 I think a lot of people agree with me, especially planting corn. There always seems to be one or two days of the year that were days that you really shouldn't have been planting corn because it didn't work out that well and then on the other hand there's always one or two days that if you could have got every kernel planted on that day that was the day to plant corn and so when, when you get in those windows you get in that time frame to plant you you really need to plant and, and i know a lot of people have went you know planting the soybeans first planting their soybeans early getting two planters to run and of course that helps you spread out your soybean harvesting because even though earlier planted soybeans don't mature up as quickly as what the calendar would say they still gain a few days on the others and, and let's face it uh, a day the last week of September you can cut generally a lot more beans than you can a day the first week of November that's just kind of the way it goes uh, I mean you just talking about more sunlight generally warmer temperatures drier conditions and and everything else down the way and and plus you know you get done harvesting a little earlier that gives you time to run that inline ripper to get things lined up and and in a situation that you need to get them in oh my um talking tillage tools farm progress show is always interesting to see kind of what the implement companies are putting front and center kind of what they're they're throwing up there i i do find it interesting you know judy and i we, we went by great plains we used to have a great plains 15 foot no-till drill you know had that little pivot thing in the front with the, the big kind of brake sp or spring on it that you know you you're you could it, it twisted a little bit uh when you did turns uh you know, you had the coulters up front and the three-point hitch mounted drill on, hooked onto the coulter carrier on the back, 15-footer. And uh, we walked by that, and Judy made the comment, man, we planted a lot of soybeans, a lot of wheat, a lot of other stuff with that with that no-till drill. And I'm like, yeah, we did. We really, really did run the daylights out of that no-till drill. Um, and and I'll be honest with you, I don't miss it at all. I like planting the beans with a with a forty foot wide planter. Um, it's just um, and once again, it gets down to time and getting it in timely, getting it planted and, and getting you know done. And and I can tell you too, the no till drill, especially back in the nineteen eighties when we had set asides and stuff like that. You know, we were we were sowing oats and alfalfa on you know. 10 to 20 percent of the corn base at times uh that 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 was interesting different times different deal too and i wonder how high speed disc could work working up a, a, a patch of of alfalfa grass that 
maybe had been bailed a couple times, but most of the time had been pretty much left there as uh, quote-unquote government acres and mowed off. That'd be interesting to see. I'm sure. I'm sure they would. They would love to come out and demo one and, and push them through and do that. But you know, one one thing about high speed discs, you not only if you're an implement dealer, you're not only going to sell the high speed disc, you're probably going to sell a high horsepower tractor and possibly a high horsepower tractor on tracks. Well, hey, Farm Progress Show. Looking at high speed discs, you know. The change from it, from the vertical tillage, and and I'm and I know there's going to be people out there going to comment to me that they're still going to vertical till, and and I, and I I get all the reasons. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm I'm not saying uh, which which way to go. It's pretty much down to your situation, your operation. You know what what makes things work in in your geography, your topography, and you know possibly in your own individual farm. Well, hey, to the smartest audience in agriculture, talking tillage tools this morning. Talk to you tomorrow.